everyone. Welcome back to the Writer's Haven. I am Musu of Musu Writes. And yeah, it's been a little while, but that's okay. Uh, it hasn't been too long, I don't think. But trust and believe, you know, there's been a lot of work being done behind the scenes. Um, we've recorded a couple of episodes, so I'm really excited to share them with you all. So welcome to the latest Entrepreneurial Spotlight episode. This month, we are featuring Miss Kiana T. Murray. I'm very honored to have her as a guest. Uh, this is someone that I can definitely co-sign for. And as with all the guests, we don't just bring anybody on here. So um, she is very skilled and very experienced in the world of entrepreneurship because she has owned a couple of businesses and um, from what I can remember, she has sold at least two businesses of her own um, successfully. So she can start them up, she can run them, she can manage them, and she can make money off of them. So I really think that this is someone that you, you can take a good listen to and get some really great advice um, because we are all about pushing entrepreneurship, pushing small businesses for everyone to thrive. Of course, you know, it, it depends on what you want, um, whether you, you're you a full-time career person or you just want to jump right into the entrepreneurial thing. This episode will definitely be beneficial for you. And Kiana gets really specific about her audience, um, about who she can help and how she can help them. So she's helped different people of all types. So, but if you are, you know, a woman over 40, 40 and you're looking for uh, just some type of direction um, as far as what you can do and how you can grow, especially financially, I think this will be a really good episode for you. Nonetheless, I think anyone who is looking to um, step into that entrepreneurial world would get really good advice from Kiana today. So take a listen. And of course, I always want to remind you guys, uh, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you'll get notified of when the next episode drops. And please also don't forget to visit me at musurights.com. Sign up for that newsletter so that you'll get all the announcements and updates as far as what's going on with the podcast, what's going on with the book that I'm working on and all that good stuff. There's and also, you know, different tips that I share. Um, I think in the last newsletter that I sent out, I sent out uh, tips on some really good reads. So if you are looking to get into reading, you know, a lot of us are home now more often. So there should be time here and there to pick up a good book, right? And just, you know, it helps to kill the time. It helps to feed your brain, all that good stuff. So I love talking about things like that in the newsletter as well. All right, I'll quit running my mouth and get to today's episode. All right, Gosh. thank you guys. And as Welcome, always, take yay, care. to the <laughs> So excited, okay? So excited. I'm, I'm, she's like a little kid right now, jumping up and down. <laughs> Listen, okay? I didn't clear the decks. I didn't let everybody in this house know. I'm like, look. Oh my goodness. So it's been it's been so long, you know, since we I know. talked. And so this is I don't know, it's gonna be kind of like a, a catching up with your girl type. Yeah. Thing, you know. <laughs> Uh, because I am very interested in hearing about, you know, what you've been doing since then because you, yeah. it's you're always doing something you're always being oh. innovative and one of the first thing that comes to mind when i think about you is strategist because you you just listen and i'll be trying so hard not to be like i'm just trying to live a nice normal quiet life and it'd be like child please 2 a.m got an idea <laughs> 
why do they always want to come that time of night? Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm like, we done had all day together to be like doing this. <laughs> and I do have on a shirt. This is the worst camera. Uh, no, ever. I promise I do. Because I looked, I was like, okay, wait, there's a lot going on in this picture. Okay. <laughs> but I promise I got on clothes. Okay. <laughs> good you're good oh. so, no. so i mean if as much as you can can you sure you know tell us about your your journey you know like how what what gave you that spark to say okay i need to start i need to make this turn and start doing this instead of what i was doing before you know yeah give us give us a little feel on that sure so listen <laughs> we can go back to childhood or we could go start from adulthood i think we're gonna start with adulthood okay <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what's funny is i've always been one of those people who saw ways that things could be improved like mm -hmm. you know people might say that's bossy and I own that because I'm like, I have no problem saying, you know what, you know, you could do this better, right? You know, and um, as an adult, I learned to do that when people asked. As a child, I was just out here, girl, giving all the business, okay? <laughs> Look, you need to do this, you need to do that. And so um, what ended up happening, really what kind of made me realize like, oh, you know what, That's you're an entrepreneur, is when I was in um, college. I was broke, broke college student, you know, mm -hmm. and I wanted a car like my whole life. I wanted a car, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, what happened is girl, I started selling Mary Kay. Now let me tell you something. Here's the thing you don't realize with an 18 year old brain. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mary Kay is a sales job. That's right. You live on a campus with a whole bunch of other broke people. And you ain't got no car. So what that meant was I had to be very, very innovative with how I was going to, you know, girl, take over the world. Okay. Right, with this right. Mary Kay Enterprise. All right. <laughs> so really what I started doing is I started, you know, subbing out the sales process. Like hmm. I started getting other people who were like, you know, oh, you know, I need the, the makeup or whatever. So I was doing that for them. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, I need money too. And I'm like, oh yeah. You know, so I'd bring them on as my team. But then what ended up happening is there were people who were like, I don't have a startup. So can mm -hmm. I just work for you doing, you know, like I'll be your runner. I mm -hmm. have a car. Wow. And so that's what ended up happening, you know? And mm -hmm. so I was doing this over and over and over again to the point where I was like, wait, you know, this is like getting big. And it hmm. was one of those things that was like a little bit bigger than I was ready for. Right. And so, but I did get my car. So, it is, okay. you know, <laughs> mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. But, but it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, like I could do this, like, and mm -hmm. I could do this over and over and over again. You know, mm -hmm. because one of the things that I realized very early on is if I identified the problem, because I'm a problem solver. So if mm -hmm. I identify a problem, I need to also be coming with the solution because you can't just mm -hmm. go out there and say, you know what, here, here's what your problem is and not have a way to help people. Mm -hmm. So that became, you know, my thing. So in college, you know, so I did Mary Kay for a while and then, okay. And then, you know, um, in graduate school, a friend of mine who was also in graduate school with me um, and I started a skincare business. 
And so what what we, girl, listen, what we did, and, and this is the thing, it's like, it's so amazing when I look back at just how things evolved, yeah. because what ended up happening was we started the skincare business using shea butter. And all of our products were shea butter based. And this was before you could go everywhere and get shea butter. So what we were doing is we were working with a woman in Baltimore who was importing directly from Africa. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, okay. We had all manner of products. Can I just say real quick, you know, at age 18, because we're in the same age bracket. Yes. yes. You're you're probably one of very, very, very few um, people who was thinking like that back then because yes. a lot of us after high school, it was college, 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 and then yes. find a job, find a job. Like there was yes. nothing outside of that box that exactly. we were thinking about. So that's, wow. And you know, and part of it, you know, what I've realized is part of it is born out of necessity because mm. I went to a school that there was nothing near it. So mm. we were pretty much our own community. Mm. And so Listen, everybody else was trying to pay three and times more for Mac and things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, let me show you what can you what you can use for about half that, you know? Right. And so that's what I did. Okay. And then grad school was the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my friend, she was um she had natural hair now, girl, before the natural hair movement, but she had wow. natural hair. Okay. And I, you know, was still rocking the, you know, the, uh, the uh, relaxer. But what we both noticed is we both had, our hair was both just dry. Okay. And so that's what we were playing around with stuff. And so we came across the shea butter. She was like, listen, mm. we've got to do this. So we started what was called Simply Shea. And so all of our products, lotions, hair stuff, you name it. And so what ended up happening is you know she was um going on um to pursue another venture and so i was so now this was my business and someone a woman came to me and was like i want to buy everything i want all your inventory you know and i was at the time you know just about to start a day job you know with the government so i was like yeah you know i really kind of don't want to be trying to do both i'm this mm-hmm. is something new you know because again that thinking go to college mm-hmm. and to have a job never mm-hmm. mind you got a whole business going on but right. you know what you know get that job exactly and so i sold the business to her wow. and so you know so then there's that rush because yeah. it's like you know and all the while to sell what i always figured out is people don't black people and especially mm-hmm. black women we don't like to buy alone right we That's like true. if we buy something we want all our friends to buy it <laughs> right. everybody we know to buy our mom okay. our this our this mm-hmm. and so along the way i'm hosting events to bring people an awareness of me and my products mm-hmm. you know and i will say a lot of that was born out of mary Kay because you know their whole model is events yes And so I figured if I could do this here, I could do this with my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then it became, all right, so I don't want to pay for this, you know, venue that I'm hosting this event for. Mm -hmm. Who can I get to pay for this? Mm -hmm. And so that's when sponsorship was born, you know? So, and this was all college, like, you know, and and it's, I'm going to say this because, you know, to tell the story from, years past mm-hmm. it sounds really simple and smooth and you know but there are so many mistakes you make exactly there are so many things you get wrong and when you start early and i it's funny because i was telling a young man this 
when I was talking to him because he just started his business um, in government contracting. And I did that too, girl. It's uh, listen, Okay. And so I told him because he's young he's in his um, very early thirties, like maybe 31, I think mm-hmm. he said. And I told him, I said, it's going to be lonely for those first few years. I said, because your friends may not yet see the value of entrepreneurial life. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you're going to have to sometimes not go to the party. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to sometimes not participate. And, you know, that's going to be lonely. You're not going to be able to have conversations with them because Mm -hmm. they're not going to get it. They're going to be like, man, that's too much work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just get you a job. And so that then was where, a lot of my coaching and business strategy was born out of because people want to feel connected. They want a community and they also want their friends and family and everybody to be right along with them. Right. And so I decided very early on that I wanted to help entrepreneurial, especially women, because we sell different, we buy different, you know, people don't like to acknowledge that, but it's the truth. It's very true. And a lot of those hard on the nose tactics don't work for us. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be able to teach other women how to be successful in business and not only be successful, but build the community that you may need and want around you while you're being successful. Wow. Okay. Man. (laughs) <laughs> beautifully put you know is i and i you know i love the way you explained that but like you said you made it sound very simple but there were so many mm. lessons and you know involvements along the way that yes you know made many people just stop and just say like you know i can't do this I can't walking do it. Away. yep yep not for me so yep. what is the what is the um, most surprising thing you have learned at this point in your the, journey? The most surprising thing I think I've learned is that no matter how far you go, how what level you get, there's always going to be something that scares you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of us think that, oh, well, once I make six figures, bam, mm-hmm. ma'am, no. Because as soon as you make that 100000 you're going to be thinking, oh gosh, can I make 101? Mm -hmm. So it's always at each level, you're going to face resistance. You're going Mm -hmm. to face fear. And I think people get this idea that once they get to a certain point, those, that doesn't happen anymore. And I'm here to tell you, oh, it's going to happen. Right. You know, because then, you know, it may not be a money thing, a money mindset thing. It could be a COVID. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And so now it's like, oh gosh, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't been thinking about an online presence because I was getting clients just going to lunch. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that mean? And so a lot of the pivots and things like that, you know, being willing to change things up, try new things and just push through the fear because Mm -hmm. the fear is really what separates the people who are going to be successful from the people who aren't. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, with that being said, um, I had also wanted to get your perspective because over the years, uh, we've seen a lot of, I would say a a pretty good number of minority businesses um, spring up, but considering everything that's going on, everything that's recently happened, 
What is your snapshot of it? Do you think there's enough representation out there when it comes to minority-owned businesses? If not, you know, what, what sh- can or should be done about it? First of all, child, no. Okay. I don't. And here's why. Because although we as minority and especially minority women mm-hmm. are one of the fastest growing groups of entrepreneurs, there are people want to be around and they tend to gravitate toward people like them. So if you are, let's say, embarking to be, you know, the best classical music teacher ever, Mm -hmm. and you're the first minority to show up in the room, you still have to convince your colleagues in the industry that you're worthy of even the referral. And see, so that's the thing, you know, yes, you know, we are making great strides, but we also fail at a, at a higher rate. And a lot of that is because we don't have a seat at the decision-making table, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like, and this is something that I always do. And whenever I see like an invitation to some type of virtual event, Mm -hmm. whether it's a summit or some type of training event, immediately I go to see who all are the hosts. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do that is because if they don't have a minority presence and my clients are primarily minorities, Mm -hmm. that means you don't really know how to sell to me, how to sell to my people. And so what we need to have happen is a lot of times we wait for people to reach out to us and to try to connect with us. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is we need to start reaching out to them. Hey, I see you have this XYZ event that's happening in six weeks. Mm-hmm. I would love to bring a diverse voice to your audience because believe it or not, if you have always centered yourself within a, a, a minority I'm, I'm sorry, within a majority white environment, you just may not know how to ask because yeah. you don't want to come across as insensitive mm-hmm. or, you know, trying to hop on the current hashtag or, mm-hmm. you know, so it is okay. See, if you don't ask, you won't get. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so, yeah, go, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say. And so that is where I think we can even step up mm-hmm. because people don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. I was going to say, I have a Kiana Murray testimony, you know, Ah! sponsorship program testimony, because uh, (laughs) um, what you said is is 110% true. And I can attest to that because a few years ago, um, I was helping someone host an event that they were having. I can't remember what the topic was. And they, w- they were really worried about um, having some type of sponsor, you know, as far as food and, you right. know, things like that. Because stuff like that can add up, you know, even though yes. things are different now. But when you put an event together, hey, that money can, those expenses can add up. Pretty mm-hmm. So I think um, I had just attended one of your um, meetings, you know, that we, that we had. Mm-hmm. And I took it upon myself to go to a, you know, a... Uh, a, a grocery store, you know, a business mm-hmm. and explain to them the event and what we were doing, the cause and how, you know, their support would greatly be appreciated. We didn't have to pay a dime 
supper. Yes. Okay, I mean, Listen. Appetizers. Like it was a whole spread of food. Awesome. Because I took that step and I asked. I didn't look left or right. You know, I just went ahead and asked. And hey, got And that's home. the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that is so, you know, it, you hit the nail on the head. You know, I didn't have to pay a thing because mm-hmm. I just asked. And that's the thing. You know, I think a lot of times we expect people to be a lot more aware and put together than they are. Right. And then even that we are, mm-hmm. because I have to sometimes say, is my event diverse? Because I do have white clients, right. you know, and I have to be like, okay, you know, am I helping them be represented? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I can't say, you know, I'm for women over 40 entrepreneurs right. and I'm not thinking about all women. Right. You know, even able body. When I had events, I had to think about, okay, people who may not be able to walk up steps. Is there a ramp? Is there an elevator? You know, like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that, you know, I think because we're minorities, we're very aware of, you know, when we don't see ourselves, it's stark to us. Right. But when you're a majority and everywhere you look, you see yourself, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about people who aren't being seen. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's in their own phase of the journey. Right. Exactly. And so, like you said, you go out and you ask and you'll be, and you'll be surprised. Mm-hmm. You will. You will. And this is, you know, it, it wasn't, um, like I said, it wasn't a local, it was a big, um, chain store. They have stores it. across the, the country. So, and the, the manager was, was white. So I, but yep. I didn't get any of that. Yep. You know, I just went and asked yes. for what it was that I needed and it happened. So yeah, you're absolutely yes. right. You're absolutely right. Now, when it comes to, you know, dealing with um, different clientele, we've had other um, entrepreneurs on the show. And what I always want to get into is to find out what makes you stand out from other entrepreneurs, you know? So when a potential client wants to sign up um, to you, with you to work with you, what can they expect in their, their journey? Like what, what's going to, what are some of the, the key things that are going to happen? while learning from you? Well, number one, work. Listen, you can <laughs> say you want to be successful all you want, but ma'am, if you're not willing to write that email, if you're not willing to get people on the phone, right. listen, listen, <laughs> do not play yourself, you know? Yeah. And, you know, more than anything, I like simple and straightforward. Mm-hmm. See, all these ideas of creating these complicated funnels and these idea, girl, girl, sometimes I funnel myself back to start and I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> back to start. And I wrote it. I'm like, what the heck? What, what is happening here? And it's because you follow what you see other people doing, not real, realizing that not everyone you see that is crushing it or, 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 or knocking it out of the park is really doing that. You know, we have to really train ourselves to identify marketing early. Mm. And I will say my sponsorship training has done that because immediately, like I'm one of those people, listen, here's the thing. You put something in the middle of the mall, I'm buying. I listen, (laughs) and it is so crazy. It is so crazy. But when it comes to like business stuff, I am super like, okay, I need to see this. I need to understand Mm. it, you know, because I like simple. What works is simple. Mm. People create complications so that they can then create a solution to that. Mm. I'd rather just say, listen, girl, we got three steps. 
<laughs> A, B, and C. Bam. Right. Because here's the thing. If I can help you be successful, then you can help someone else and you can help someone else. Because at some point it all comes back. Mm -hmm. So I don't worry. Like I have literally trained other sponsorship people. I don't stress about that at all. Okay. I sold my sponsorship business to another sponsorship person. (laughs) I do not stress about that at all. Cause let me tell you what, there are so many people and there will always be other people. You don't get more time, which is why I like simple and straightforward Mm -hmm. because I can't make back up my time, Mm -hmm. but I can make back the money. So listen here, this is what you need. (laughs) Do one, two, three. Now, listen, if you do one, three, I'm going to be looking sideways at you because I said do one, two, three, but if you do it, we're good. And that's what you can expect from me. I'm not going to listen. Everybody out here has a life. Everybody has things they want to do. Nobody wants to feel like they have, they have to work 20 hours in their business to make $10. Right. So let me show you how to work 15 minutes to make a hundred dollars. That's right. So that's what you can expect from me. You know, I'm very bossy. I tell people (laughs) up front, listen, I put it in my contracts. Like I need you to know, (laughs) cause I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I know myself, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm bossy. So that's good. That's good. Now, as far as uh, networking, now I can, I can say that, you know, that's how you and I met, you know, through uh, networking and it's been beneficial ever since. Talk a little bit about the importance of that, you know, as far as uh, entrepreneurs sticking together and supporting each other. Yes. Here's the thing. When I came up with my networking group, I wanted a group where I wasn't going to always be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. I can put a sentence together. I, you know, I'm a comma splice queen. I admit that. Listen, every professor <laughs> teacher I've ever had was like comma splice, comma splice. <laughs> Listen, I know my weaknesses. So, but what I'm saying is if I need writing help, I'm coming to Musu. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here. You know, like I wanted a group where I didn't feel like I always had to be mm. in charge mm. or be the leader. And it worked out that way, mm. you know, and that's the thing we have to start as entrepreneurs, period, getting in the room with people who are smarter than us in, in other areas, you know, that's and right. sometimes it may even be the same industry, but if you are confident in what you know, get in that room. Right. And so For me, you know, we also have to, and when I say get in the room, I mean, sometimes you have to physically do that. Listen, Mm. it's one thing to be online. And right now with everything going on, sure. But at some point, I'm going to need you to close your laptop, pick up a phone, schedule a coffee date or something like that and go in person. Because I'm telling you, I will say 90, what was it? it was 92% of all of my generated coaching strategist income was done face-to-face in terms of the contracts that, you know, the clients that Mm -hmm. I obtained. And it's just because there are just certain things that being in a room with someone, you will be able to, even, even with the camera, being in the room with someone is so different. Cause there are always things people aren't going to say because they're like, are they recording this? Right. Um, I don't necessarily want people to know how exactly. much I make, you know, but in a room, heck in the corner of a Starbucks, 
where nobody's paying you any mind. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where, that's how relationships are built. And I just believe that, you know, while yes, we are in a technology environment, we need to also not forget that for thousands of years, business was happening face Hello. to face. <laughs> it was happening big, you know? Right. <laughs> so Big things happen as a result of those listen, types of Listen, okay. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, that's that. I mean, it is so important, like you said, um, to still be able to do that, to reach mm-hmm. out to someone outside of the, the tech way of doing it. Um, yes. You know, and I remember the with the, the different meetings, that was such an outlet for me. Oof. Like, you know, because like you said, I wouldn't have been, especially back then, I wouldn't have been as comfortable doing a Facebook group live or whatever or Listen. coming on Zoom. But if we in a room chilling, you know, sometimes yes. food was involved. You know what I'm yes. saying? We, we could just, <laughs> yes. just offload. You know, I'm a big girl. I'm going to eat, okay? We're going to talk business, but we're going to eat too, right. okay? <laughs> you know, I could offload. I could say who was getting on my nerves. Yes. And then y'all would help me to get through that situation, you know. And it's, all of us. Exactly. All of us. That's what, what I think was so dynamic. And like I always say, you know, I really can't take credit for that because all I did was put up a meetup notice like, listen, these are the type of people I'd want to hang with. Mm -hmm. If they show up, we good. And that was it. Like, you guys were absolutely amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. I say that all the time. Like, my family knows, oh, you're talking to your beat up ladies again, my children. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. Take that stank out your voice. Yes, I am. (laughs) Because it... To this day, I look back, and that was in, I think, 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have literally been yeah. in each other's lives and encouraging each other and and each other's businesses for four years. Yeah. That's, That's a long crazy. time. Yeah, yes. it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it really is. And people, I don't think people realize how doing things like that will benefit you as mm. an individual and your business, whatever it is you're yes. trying to do. It will benefit so much from those types of things. Yes, because, and that's the thing, you know, because, and that was one of the things that I felt like I wanted to give back. That was one of my ways of giving back because, Mm -hmm. you know, I I always said, you know, I knew what it was like to be grinding and people not really paying attention because they're like, girl, please, we off that. We going to the club or we go, you know? And I was like, I don't want anybody else to ever feel that way. Mm -hmm. And what I loved is that, and even now, there's no drama. We don't right. have, we, we just don't. That's right. You know, and we encourage each other. And, and even there were times when I was like, listen, let me tell you about this client, you know, mm-hmm. and without, you know, giving names or anything like that, right. but just here's an experience I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Here are those red signs, you know, yeah. so that you know, exactly. listen, if you see this, Back it on up. That ain't the port you want to be parking in, you know. So, but yeah, it's just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. You guys are amazing. <laughs> really are. So, no, well, we thank you for taking that initiative. You know, because a lot of times people will probably want to do it, but they're too yeah. scared to take that step. So yeah, yeah. that's that's huge. So, what is um currently on and popping with Kiana? You know. Um, any current projects or upcoming projects you got going on for yourself? Yes. And you know, I, I 
It's so hilarious. I always dread this question because I'm like, girl, you always doing way too much to be trying to put it in, fit it into one or two minutes. So <laughs> I'm just going to give you <laughs> a snippet. Okay. Because, literally, I talk to myself like this, okay? This is, this is just my life, all right? <laughs> Don't be judging me. So what I, what right now, what I'm working on is um, really a very short course to help entrepreneurs who are looking to start running courses and just get out of the one-on-one model, mm. get people to come into their business, but come in paid. You know, instead of that long funnel where sign up for my list, then I send you three emails. Then in the fourth email, I put a link. And then if you don't link on that, if you don't click on that link, I send you another email in a day. You know, it's just too much. So one thing that I found is that if I talk to my people, I hear what it is they want. I create that thing. They buy it. Mm. I mean, like, that's really just how it works, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I am putting together a mini course to allow others to do that. And I call those um, my petite programs. Okay. So I am teaching people how to do that because get out of this 10-step funnel crap. Because then you can't even guarantee that they're going to even ever buy. After putting in all that work. Girl. Girl. Mm -hmm. So if you just take a step back and offer them something paid that isn't super expensive that they can just say, Oh yeah. Okay. I want that. Hmm. Once they've paid once they'll continue if you deliver on what it is that you're doing. So that's what I'm teaching women over 40 entrepreneurs, how to do, how to get out of this long trail of, you know, what I call step and hit the widget, then step and hit another widget. Hmm. We don't, we off that. Okay. Hmm. We don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are still doing that at all? Or has it, people are still doing, has it fizzled out? You know, because that whole funnel thing. Is it hasn't. Like, I'm, cr- listen, I am always so amazed at how truly, truly um, attached people get to processes, even when they fail them. Mm-hmm. And so I see this a lot because a lot of people just don't have 10 things to say before you get to that Mm -hmm. buying process, you know? So now they're making stuff up to try to beef up and have something at every step. So I see it still going strong. My prayer is that it dies a fast death because that there is just, Mm -hmm. it it just does you such a disservice Mm -hmm. because you train people to expect free things from you. Yeah. And you will have people who come to you and say, okay, yeah, that's what I, that's exactly what I want. I don't ever want to invest, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they'll go out and they'll say, okay, yeah, but I don't want to do this for my business and they'll buy, Hmm. but they won't buy from you because you got them going through 10 different, you know, jumping over all these hurdles. Exactly. Exactly. So yes. Wow. Okay. And just real quickly, I have seen um, entrepreneurs who have done what what you're talking about. Well, they just go ahead and create a product. Okay. They're not going to make you jump through all these different hoops. And they get pretty good results. So, hey, you know, just to co-sign on what you're saying, you know, that's that's a good model to follow. Yes. So where can folks, you know, um, learn more about the the training and the other things that you have coming up? Where can they run to to learn more? 
everything online is Kiana Murray. I'm just not creative enough to come up with a whole bunch of different, like, you know, at this, at that, man, no, you at Kiana Murray. Okay. <laughs> I got to remember too, okay? Right. right. <laughs> and the one uh, thing I can guarantee, I won't forget my name. So. All right. <laughs> so, KianaMurray.com, okay. Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Well, I do want to um, thank you. This, you know, I'm so glad that I was able to catch up with you. And of course, we still got catching up to do. Yes. Um, so um, hopefully we'll also have a, another one of the, the meetups sooner than later. I know everyone is busy, but yes. um, it's, it's always a good thing to get together. Yes. 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 And thank you so much for inviting me. This is so awesome. I love your podcast. I listen to it. Yes. Yes. But I'll be taking notes. I'm like, you know what? I'm supposed to be listening, but see, that's what happens. Good content creates you to move. Wow. And I start taking, especially listen. Okay, y'all. Now this is, this is, Musu is absolutely blushing right now, but I'm saying it anyway. If you did not hear her podcast episode on resources during COVID, listen. Oh, wow. Go back. Because let me tell you something. I was just, you know, hearing people talk and like who like really know their stuff. It really, you know, it's like, okay, I didn't even think of that, mm. you know, because that's not my expertise. COVID mm-hmm. is not my expertise, mm-hmm. but hearing about those resources and things like that, I'm like, people need this. Wow. So I thank you even for that episode. Cause I was like, yep. I know a number of people I can refer and be like, okay, yeah, you need to listen to this. Okay. So, yes. Wow. Hey, you know, we, we do what we can. And, um, I, you know, the support, the support is much appreciated, you know, oh, you know that folks are listening, <laughs> you know, because in the other, the other thing is I have to say, um, it's not, a cause people are like, you got so much on your plate, but I don't see this as a, a task, you know, it's yes. that I love to do. So I don't feel yes. a burden, you know, when I put, when I'm putting these episodes together. And that's how, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. because you can look up and realize that not only did you create something wonderful, but it didn't even feel like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like labor. It was just like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, exactly. So yes, girl, you doing it? Okay. <laughs> I'm over here blushing. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. Oh snap. Okay. Girl, you are doing this. Okay. <laughs> and blushing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as always, you know, we will definitely, we definitely want you back. You know, oh, um, you. if you have something else that you you want to talk to us or advise us about, you know, we'd love to hear more about it, of course. All right. So I want to thank you again, and um, we will. Thank you.